TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Believe it or not, there are NFL teams that are playing for their season this weekend. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff for the final time in the afternoon. We are moving to mornings on Monday right here on CBS Sports Radio. So same CBS Sports Radio stations. In fact, uh, more of them, which is exciting for us. Uh, the absolutely free Odyssey app, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, where you can always find us on YouTube and uh, Sirius XM Channel 158. Everything stays the same except we move to mornings. And unfortunately, uh, we don't get to take Samter and Stu with us. They're going to be remaining here. Uh, Zach Gelb filling in for us, for or taking over rather, not filling in, taking over for now and uh, doing a great job so far. Oh, so. Yeah. Going to be fun. I know. This is exciting A little news. bit of nerves. <laughs> I've done a morning show before. I did 9 to 12 Eastern. Never done 6 a.m. But I got to tell you, for Dan Patrick's show, I woke up at 5.30 pretty much every day. Yeah. And you get used to it. But it is kind of, you know. It's a little different. Takes, takes a little work. <laughs> a little different. Uh, okay. But we have a lot to get to. So teams that are playing for their season this weekend. Where this really starts from is not just looking at the records, but also from Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings, who said he's sick and tired of people looking at the Vikings record and roster and thinking, oh, everyone's going to get traded away. Tired of people saying, you know, we're, we're looking into next season or, you know, all of the trades and stuff like that. We're, we're focused still on this season. Uh, we have a lot more games to go and we have a lot more things to accomplish this season. I like the sentiment, but if they don't beat the Carolina Panthers this weekend, yeah. then the Viking season is absolutely over, and they would be smart, Perloff, to actually start not trading away Justin Jefferson. He's a franchise cornerstone. You don't mess with that. But to start thinking about maybe shipping off some other pieces, NBA style, not a bad thought. Yeah, I don't think the NFL usually goes Major League Baseball or NBA style where you get rid of everybody at the trade deadline. It's become more of a thing lately. But the Vikings are in a weak division. I've been we've been singing the praises of the Lions, but they're going to have a lot of easy games. Uh, if you look at remaining strength of schedule, they're in the the top ten. They have the easy one of the easiest left because they're going to see a lot of Bears and they're going to see a lot of Packers. And I think they can beat that team. I I don't think you can judge a team until they play their division. Okay. Can you? Well, okay, yes, but the Lions look really good as you said, and they've already lost some very winnable games. They should have beaten the Bucks. You could argue they should have beaten the Chargers, and it didn't happen. Philadelphia at in Philly, okay, oh. you give them a pass. They were probably not going to win that game, of course. But, I mean, these were two winnable games. You're talking about all these other winnable games coming up on the schedule. They didn't win the ones they were supposed to. And, by the way, they play Carolina in Carolina this week. And then, congrats, welcome Kansas City to the mix. 
That's I, I don't think easy. they should have won that Chargers game. If the officials didn't bail them out so many times, they would have gotten blown out by the Chargers. And Derwin got... James leads with his helmet four times a game. Dude, if all if the Vikings just get the play in at the end of the game, yeah. or if Kirk Cousins just thinks spike the ball and regroup and reset, maybe he doesn't throw that pick in the end zone. Well, yeah, but the Chargers had 45 chances to put that. They outplayed them from the first second of the game through the end. They just had so many penalties that the Vikings stayed in the game. Regardless, though, they're they're an okay team. I just think it's going to get a lot easier for them. I think they're going to string together wins. So there have been four 0-3 teams. I looked this up earlier in the week. Four 0-3 teams to make the playoffs. But in the 17 game yep. thing, like, all the bets are off. So I kind of agree with Justin Jefferson. If they go 1-3, then they go and uh, face Kansas City. You never know. And I, I don't think, what are you going to get? I mean, are you really going to get, what are you going to get for Kirk Cousins? Anything, because at the end What's of the, the season. What's the point of getting a third-round pick? Well, at the end of the season, he's walking out the door. Well, you get a comp third-round pick anyway. Okay, but you'll get a comp pick. You might as well get more. And I don't think you're going to get more. No one's giving a first-round pick for Kirk Cousins It's not right going to be a first-round pick. That It'd be too much for a rental. But I think that you, well, listen, let's call it what it is here. While we're all distracted by Taylor Swift being at MetLife Stadium this weekend, what are we really watching here between the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Jets? We're watching the last stand here for Zach Wilson. They, they can't keep putting him out there if he's going to play this badly. And they're a, what are they, a 10.5, 9.5 point underdog at home against Kansas City. I'm not sure that Kirk Cousins is the answer for the Jets, but they have to do something. Well, they can't bring in Kirk Cousins, though, because what's the adjustment time to learn a whole new offense and get in there? You're already 1-3. And let's face it, the Jets are good, but they're good if you put Aaron Rodgers in at quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins would take half the season to get used to just being there and be way too late then anyway. Well, here's the thing. Also, Cousins is the contract. How do you get that worked out? It's a little bit difficult, but there might be someone else out there who could be looking. And it's not just about Cousins. We don't know what other teams are going to find valuable, and we don't know what the future long-term plan is for the Vikings. Like, what do they want this to look like next year when Cousins is not going to be there? Well, we don't, know for sure. we don't know for 100% sure that Kirk Cousins isn't going to be there. Are we going to keep doing this with the one-year deals and stuff? Maybe. I mean, what's the, the Jets, they're done. They don't, there's no reason to bring in anybody right now. There's nothing going to happen. Did here. you see that longtime Jets reporter, Rich Samini, who's yeah. been covering them forever for ESPN, said the locker room is ready to implode. It's not even October. <laughs> they couldn't even make it to October. The, the locker room's ready to implode because the defense is so ticked off that they continue to play well, and if they just had a competent person playing quarterback, they'd be in all these games. I guess, but they're just another bad team amongst many bad teams. I think, I'm sorry, but that defense is maybe getting a little too full of himself. Win something before you implode. You're just a young, bad team, so just go with it. I mean, your quarterback got hurt. What right do they have to complain about anything? Well, their quarterback got hurt before plays into the game. Like, That's there was still luck. time to salvage, and they haven't done anything. And in so, fact, the Jets coaches out here caping for Zach Wilson, like, hey, you know, we still think he can play better, he can play better. It's like, how much more evidence do you need that he really can? But who in that locker room has any right to say anything? Has anybody ever won a single thing in that locker room? They haven't won a single thing, but statistically they were a top five defense last year. They know they're good. That's because the other team jumped out to a 17-0 lead every game and just sat there and ran the clock out. I I don't know. There's nobody on that. I don't like this. these reports of a bad locker room. They were there last year with the Jets, too, right, when Zach Wilson... Feels like real loser energy oh, like, throughout the building there, and well, I don't blame. Welcome to the Jets. Yeah, and here's the other question too: Is part of this to protect Rodgers for next year? Like, if they bring in Kirk Cousins, 
then who knows? Maybe he gets hot, and there's an odd situation with Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. If the Jets choose Kirk Cousins as how does he get over Aaron Rodgers, then, Aaron, but, oh, then, Aaron Rodgers, then that four, team and all their fans deserve everything that they get. A 40-year-old yeah, Aaron Rodgers you. coming off an Achilles tear, do you think that is something to be excited about? Really? I don't care what fancy surgery he's getting. That is a bad situation. Uh, before we move on to the next team quickly, I just have a quick prediction that I would like to make for this Sunday. There was a photo of Aaron Rodgers. By the way, this all started with the Vikings, by the way. But now we're talking about the Jets. So there was a photo of Aaron Rodgers on crutches. Do you see this? In like a parking lot or something? So he's rehabbing with his Achilles. He's able to walk now on crutches. Okay. My prediction, he shows up to the game at MetLife. So he's there Sunday night. And he's spotted talking with Taylor Swift. Okay. I, I think we get like uh it's not gonna be a love triangle or anything like that, but I think I think Rogers shows up to meet Taylor. Is Rogers dating anyone right now? That I think that makes There's a lot of sense. There's some rumors about the Bucks owner's daughter, but they've been those rumors have oh, been around Mallory for years is. and yeah. years. And huh. you'd think they would just come out with it already if they were actually dating. Why why keep that such a secret? Yeah, but he's not in Milwaukee anymore. He has no connection to that team. So she lives in New York. Oh, well yeah. then never mind. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh let's move on. Another team that's clearly playing for their season this weekend is the Denver Broncos. Broncos are 0-3. They face the Bears in a game that I can't tell if this is going to be maybe the worst game ever played or maybe low-key the best game. That's ever, like, how do you... It's almost like a car accident. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay away from this game. Don't you have, like, a morbid curiosity mm, about how this is going to look? Not really, no. Two 0-3 teams? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, who's playing for the Broncos? Is anyone suiting up at all? Well, Russell Wilson. Yeah, but it's going to be, I think they have now nine players on the IR. It's it's going to be half a Broncos team versus a terrible Bears team. I don't, I don't really think either team is playing for their season here because I think both seasons are done, right? I mean, Sean Payton will probably get his first win. Is that going to be noteworthy if they beat the Bears? Uh, I, if you lose to the Bears, I don't know how you face anybody. Like, you just came off of a game where the opponent scored 70 points on you. Yeah. If you turn around and lose to the Bears, I mean, you might as well just pack it up and leave. Like, there's just nothing left that's redeeming about the Broncos at that point. There, yeah, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter. The Broncos have no healthy player. They have no receivers. Russell Wilson could complete 90% of his passes. They have the worst defense in the league by by how far a stretch. Yeah, and but the, so they have the thing, to clean, even if they win a couple games, they're going to clean house of everybody. So here's the thing about why it's so disheartening yeah. for the Broncos. It's not just it's one thing if you're bad. It's another if you look like you don't want to be there. Well, they it's too late though. No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's an indictment on everybody. That's an indictment on Sean Payton. That's an indictment on everybody. Even because even if you're a backup and even if you're getting your butt kicked. You can still tell the difference between guys who look like they're really trying and guys who look like they have basically given up on the game. I mean, well, the tackling was laughable against Miami last right. week. But I do think, though, that the, maybe this is the Philadelphia 76ers process. I mean, if you're going to be bad, you, it's better be really bad than limbo bad. So I think, I think honestly, going 3-14 and 14 is a better season than going 7-10 and 10 there. Right? They're cleaning house. Everybody, Vance Joseph, gone. Yeah. The entire defense, gone. Russell Wilson, gone gone, I think. I think they draft somebody and they start over. The, that wide receiving core, that has to be the first thing to go. They are awful. Yep. So, yeah, I, I don't think, I think you're already in tank mode. Is that unfair to the Broncos? I, they probably will win this game and talk a big tough game afterwards, but there's nothing happening here. Uh, I think that it's, I think everything's going to change after this yeah. year, and they, I, but I'm extremely disappointed for how it looks, how it looks now with Sean Payton. He came in talking very tough. 
Yeah, and has I mean, not backed it up at all. No, no. I honestly though, this is a situation where they don't want to be nine and eight. Yeah. They don't want to be eight and nine. I think this is the best thing. This is tough medicine. It's like ripping a Band-Aid. Otherwise, what if they were 9-8 and eight and like, oh, let's bring back Russell, see what happens? That's not good either. Yeah, but if I'm the owner of the Broncos, and I know they're the Walmart people, so they've got more money than any of us could probably even fathom, but I've spent a lot of money on Russell Wilson. Yep. I spent a lot of money on Sean Payton right. and draft picks, and what do I have to show for it? A tank job where I'm going to have to eat all this dead cap money just to trade away Russell Wilson? Like, I'm not happy here on my returns. Even if I've got all the money in the world, I don't want to be stupid about it. I think you and I disagree on this. I think there was a hidden acknowledgement that this was an experimental year to see if Russell Wilson could be saved. Then the real Sean Payton era begins next year. I don't think this is a real... I think Sean Payton... I think there were a lot of reports out there that he could go to Stidham early. Like, he was never sold on Russell Wilson. Well, they signed Stidham, like, the moment free yeah. agency started. Yeah, but see, I think that's disingenuous because I bet... I don't know this, but I bet that Sean Payton... I know it wasn't a slam dunk that he was going to be the Broncos head coach. It took a couple interviews. Yeah. It took a while to get to know you, whatever. I would imagine part of the sell job that he made for himself, the pitch to get him to come to Denver that he probably pitched them to say, look at what I did with Drew Brees. I can do this with Russell Wilson. And now it's like you've given up on Russell Wilson and we're four games into the season. But there was, a lot of, there was a lot of smoke that he'd given up on him before the season started. There were a lot of reports, people close to John Payton saying he's not into Russell Wilson. Mike McCarthy lied and said he watched every football <laughs> game uh, the year he was off. So he why lied. can't Sean Payton probably lied in his interview. I don't think this is a real Sean P- Payton era. He signed a long, long deal. So let's let's wait. Honestly, if they go three and fourteen, it's going to hurt. They got to win this game. It's embarrassing to lose the worst team, but I think they're in good shape. I'd rather just just go really bad and then get a good good quarterback. They'll be fine. Last one for you, and this is actually Monday nights. This is for the Giants. I think this this is a big one. Giants right now are one and two. They place the Seahawks on Monday night. These are two teams that are likely going to be fighting it out for a wild card spot. Perloff, you were very high yeah. on the New York Giants. You thought that they were going to take a massive step forward. Me, not so much. I think this is a big, big, big game for them. Well, massive step forward. I thought they'd be a wild card team again. Now I'm, I'm not very hopeful about them. They've looked really, really bad. Saquon's playing right. He is limited in practice today, but again, the game's Monday, so he's got a little while yeah. to recover. So. The key, obviously, the Giants, we all know their one special sauce is Daniel Jones running for his life. I think he could do <laughs> yes. that against Seattle. That's their A plan. Yeah, like, I mean, run for your life. Daniel Jones, 80 yards, two touchdowns, is it's the only weapon they have. Yeah. So I think they could, but you could do that against Seattle. Remember you picked that Lions Seattle game? The over. Yeah, and it Seattle. cashed in like the fourth quarter. I feel uh, like early Seattle's quarter. defense, like there can, there's some yards to be had there. This should be, a, I hope, a high scoring game. It's going to be a, I mean, this is not the juiciest Monday night matchup. Feels like it is because it feels like implications, though. Eesh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how pretty the game's going to be. I think Seattle's a way better team. I, I'm I'm into Seattle here. Uh, I bet on Seattle last week to cover five and a half against your Andy Dalton Carolina Panthers. And yeah, they look good. They did look good. The defense did not look good. The offense, uh, the run good. game is good. They got yeah. with Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet. It's like they can just really sustain yeah. drives. They can lean. Could stop the red rifle though, Maggie. No. Well, they did ultimately. Meanwhile, uh, Andy's out, though. That was it. I know. Yeah, the Panthers have no... They're not going to win another game. No, Bryce Young Which stinks because they gave away their draft pick. So the Bears have two picks probably in the top 10. 855-212-4CBS. Public service announcement. I did order the Peking Duck. So I decided that even though it's a monsoon here in New York today, 
that I, it was better to ask the delivery person to come, and I gave them a, a big tip. I don't know Peking duck. Describe, is it just duck, or is there something special about it? I think it's the it's the recipe. It's like got a glaze on it? Yeah. Okay. And it comes with the buns that are like clouds? Yeah, never had it. With a sprig of onion? No? This is not ringing a bell for you? So it's like a... Like a sandwich. What's that bun? Like a mini duck sandwich. What are those sam- uh, pho? No, what's the... Uh, like a bow a bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Sounds amazing. And some hoisin sauce, of course, which I could just drink. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, how else would I pronounce it? I don't know. <laughs> it's spelled H-O-I-S-O-N, hoisin. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're making me self-conscious now. Is that not how you pronounce it? I have no idea. You said it so confidently. I'm, I, yeah, I've been uh, eating it my whole life. All right, nice. Yeah, I guess I don't know Chinese food that well. Bendozo's in the chat says it's cooked duck, Perloff. That's what it is. It's cooked duck. Okay. Thank you. Well, listen, if you're okay wearing the duck costume and eating duck. I'm not going to put the duck costume. I, to- I told you. And we had our friend called from Alaska yesterday to tell me about the duck, the group that supports. In- Ducks Unlimited. Ducks Unlimited. Well, they're not necessarily a duck group. They're a. Duck preservation group. They're, they're a conservationist group. Right. Of everybody. They're just called Ducks Unlimited. Right. It's not all about ducks. It's about everything. Wetlands and everything else. Sure. You think they'd appreciate me eating duck wearing a duck suit? They're not going to like that joke. I don't need them on me. That's, <laughs> this is not going to be funny, these people. We're about to start a new time slot. Once you lose the duck people. I know. And then I, we're going to take the duck suit to the mornings, though. You can't hide from the duck people. <laughs> you can't run. Us. I don't care what time your show is. No. You're not hiding. We will take the duck suit, and also my Oregon duck fandom will continue when we start in the morning show on Monday. All right. Let's go, ducks. So this uh, this duck should be here soon. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. And if the delivery guy is, like, soaked head to toe and is like, why did you call me out here to deliver this? I'm blaming y'all. <laughs> Every one of you. Because you said to do it. Again, 855-212-4CBS. Coming up, our celebrity guest NFL picker for the day will be here. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio if you want to watch. I'll tell you who it is in a moment. Maggie and Perloff continues after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward, Medella. 
the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, you can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. Maggie, I'm so excited for our celebrity picker this week. I know. We've been doing it all season long. Well, this is really just four weeks into the season, but we are so excited to welcome someone who is an Emmy Award winner, award-winning producer and writer and actor at so many things. The one and only Robert Wool joins us. Robert, how are you? I'm fine, guys. How are you doing? We're doing so great. Now, we're going to have you pick some NFL games for us. And okay. full disclosure, we did put the Jets-Chiefs game. How does it feel as you're a lifelong Jets fan that the most interesting part of this game is the fact that Taylor Swift is going to be there? I, the only question I have is, can she play quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she can, uh, you know, at least they'll have high ratings. Um, it's uh, it's hard. It, well, it's hard it's not. I mean, I, I'm, I'll just might as well do this one. I can just give away right away. It's like I'm definitely going to give the points and take Kansas City. I'm going to pick Kansas City. Because the Jets can't score. I mean, if Kansas City left the field, it would take five place, five place for Zach Wilson to score. <laughs> it's, it's like they can't score. I mean, unless they turn the ball over and there's a lot of pick sixes, they can't. I gotta believe they're gonna score. And you gotta believe he's gonna the offense, the Jet offense is gonna give Kansas City at least ten points. So I, I and that's a lot. By the way, can you guys ever remember a home Sunday night football team getting nine and a half points? No, it's rare. It's Never. rare. But but Robert, this was supposed to be different, right? When the NFL, yeah. when the TV networks were fighting over who was going to get to broadcast which games, it was because everyone thought this was going to be Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I hate to ask you, but what, I imagine you had to been watching that night. Well, can you take us through what you were feeling when you saw Rodgers go down? Actually, uh, I didn't see it because I was uh, I was at the airport on my way to Italy. Ooh, and, better off. Uh, I just got back. I just got back to Italy, which is great. I ate so much pasta. <laughs> my blood type is now ragu. <laughs> uh, so I just, I heard it, and nobody knew what was happening yet either. They just knew they carried them off. And then the next day, was like, here come the rumors. It's an ACL or Achilles, whatever. And then it was over. <laughs> it was over, just like that. Robert, why, so, do you, why do you think they haven't brought in a veteran or somebody besides Trevor Simeon who's uh, in camp? But, I mean, I we were very surprised that they didn't try to trade for someone or at least sign a Carson Wentz. I suppose. Do you really believe that they signed Carson Wentz? They're a playoff team? Mm, no. It's just not Zach <laughs> no. Wilson. <laughs> no, yeah, well, I get that. I get that. Well, they had to at least roll the dice with him for two games or so. Because, you know, you kept hearing the stories. And he's been there for three years. But there's nothing going on between those ears and this guy. I mean, you just look at him. And it's like, I thought this from day one. I said, I told my friends, they're all going crazy. I go, wait a minute. The Jets are drafting, using the number two pick to draft a guy because of a throw they saw in a workout with nobody rushing? <laughs> That's why they're drafting this guy? And, oh, yeah, Jack Wilson. I go, I don't see it. It's like, it, it's it's a jet move. Uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. 
Robert Wall is yeah. joining us. He's an Emmy Award winner, award-winning actor, producer. Uh, you know his work from Arliss and from Bull Durham and from Batman and my favorite Batman. I've told you that many times, Robert. I love that Batman. Good morning, Vietnam. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's funny. Speaking of that Batman quickly, we just had, who we talking to yesterday who was telling us about Jack Nicholson? Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley yeah, joined sure. us. Uh, yep, the uh, Broadcasting Hall, the Boxing Hall of Famer. He said that... Yeah. Um, he used to play golf with Jack Nicholson and Jack used to tell him, you just got to like, don't overact. That was always Mm. his thing. When Lampley would try to come up with these big calls for these big moments, you know, Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson and others. It was like, just don't overact. You know, is that, is that true for all actors or is that true for Jack Nicholson? Now they tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's film acting for sure. Uh, But, uh, you know, now, like I say, now they tell me. You know, I told my goddaughter who was with me in Italy, and she's got her fantasy football team like everyone. And I said, they're asking me for bets. And I got, you know, I don't gamble. My father was a gambler. I don't gamble at all. I've never, I I did when I was a kid, but I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't want to invest emotional capital. In, I'd rather do it if, if fantasy. At least I don't lose money. It's like, especially in, in certain bets. I never understand anybody who would like bet the under. And you know, <laughs> it's, the smart, it's the smart bet most of the time. But are you really going to invest money in emotional capital watching day for three hours in which you hope absolutely nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's. I mean, how? What fun is that? I, I just don't get that. You know, so. You know, so, but I'm not a gambler. So, and the other thing is, whatever I pick is great. And by the way, people who listen to all these experts, don't. Don't listen to any of these experts. No. None of them. None of them. Because they don't know any more than you do. And 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 it's and do you remember, uh, are you all guys old enough to remember the newspapers when they used to have, like, all the sports writers would have, like, a graph. They'd oh, all yeah. Have their picks, Definitely. Right? Definitely. And, by, and by, by the way, by the end of the year, the winner, if they had 10, 10 sports writers, maybe three or four games over 500 and everybody else was either two or three games under or about 20 games under. <laughs> always so they don't know any more than you do you can flip a coin and come up with the same probabilities i mean that's what vegas does that's why they, they hold the edge no matter which way you bet but there's some guy out there with a supercomputer who broke vegas or i i've read stories like that before and i choose to believe them that there's someone out there who's a shark I'm sure there's someone out there who, you know, uh, does everything. <laughs> so, okay. So the one person can beat the thing. So everybody else in the world, the other 300 million, they certainly think they can beat it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this, is, this is what proves about, which is, the great thing about fantasy football and betting is that everybody gets to do it. But this is why when I, you listen to fans, whether it's baseball and how they got to fire the manager, they all everybody thinks they can do better. And the, when you see the numbers in gambling, they can. Uh, <laughs> Everyone know, except so. for us, Robert. I mean, we're of experts course. at this thing. Uh, entertainment is a whole different issue. <laughs> entertainment is a, doing it for entertainment value. By the way, congratulations on the move, I guess, right? Are you Thank excited? you. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's moving to the morning show. It's great for everybody but your families. <laughs> It's correct. Maggie, what time are you going to have to get up? Uh, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to be waking up around 3.30 a.m., which I'm (laughs) going to be on like, you know, like I'm thinking breakfast by like 5, lunch at 11, dinner at 4.30, midnight snack at 8, 
and then I'm going to bed. And this is going to be my new life. Yeah, because unlike guys, women do have to get into hair and makeup. Yeah. Even, even podcast. You know, <laughs> it, it's, uh, they do. Uh, so it it's takes, different. So it's tough, but good luck. It's a great opportunity. Don't Thank actors you. get five o'clock? You probably had to wake up early for large stretches oh, of your career. Yeah. Not like women, though. Yeah. Women, you know, take much longer than the makeup and hair the trailer. You know, that's. It's hard for them. It's much harder. Although you'd be I, surprised. Perloff's in makeup forever. Yeah, I have, uh, a, whole, I have a beauty team. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you a story. You asked about Batman. When I did Batman, there was a second unit, second uh, second AD, whose name was Jerry Toomey. And uh, he had done three. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Batman. It was Good Morning Vietnam. He had done three of uh, like Vietnam movies in a row. It was Good Morning Vietnam, uh, Platoon, and I think like the Hanoi Hilton. And I said, you know, that's all guys all the time. I mean, is that awful? He goes, no, I love it. He goes, because I'm in charge of getting people there for makeup and hair. And if I got women, it just, if I got bloody Jackie Bissett in the chair, that's going to take another three hours and I got to get up earlier. So that's the, that's the reality. Uh, so I appreciate this. It takes Emmy Award winning actor Robert Wool to finally understand the plight of me having to wake up um several hours earlier than Perloff to do this morning show. But no, thank you so much. We are super excited about it. We're starting mornings on Monday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. Here's okay. Let's get to our NFL picks. Time for Celebrity Picks. Robert, you had to remember the, the show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, right? Yeah, I was awful to go on it one time. Were you? Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to do it? It wasn't that. My wife has a back condition where it, but, and they would say, well, we're going to go backpacking through the Amazon. I go, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> and was, they go, well, we got horseback, I forgot, white water rafting. And I said, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, so they go, you know, that's, so we went somewhere else. <laughs> and in fact, we went, we did go on something like that. And it's, I'm sad to report that this is going to bring the show down, but this was back in the early 90s, and Tim Wakefield was coming off of his. Oh, uh, wow. It was coming, he was coming right off that great knuckleball performance against the Atlanta Braves, where he went to the seventh game. The famous uh, Cabrera, Barry Barnes, the seventh game, seven, Sid, you know, Sid Breen running home. And uh, he had won two games in the playoffs, and uh, we became friendly because he was a kid. He was like 22. Yeah. So we put him under our wing, Barbara and I, and I had my dog with us, Phoebe. And, uh, but, you know, then I read today about um, Tim Wakefield. So sad sad to hear that um, he's battling brain cancer. And um, unfortunately, he didn't want that news out there. But Kurt Schilling, of all people, decided to broadcast it on his podcast. And now that's uh, getting some backlash, and rightly so. Uh, Okay, that's tough transition, but we switch to the (laughs) NFL picks. Let's start it off, and we'll give you the five games, and you can tell us, you know, a little bit about your thought process here. We'll start with your Jets, Chiefs, Kansas City. There you (laughs) go, easy. And you're laying the nine and a half. Okay, what do you think about the Patriots at the Cowboys? Cowboys are a six and a half point favorite. Well. I went to school in Houston, University of Houston, and we used to get every cowboy game. This is during the heyday. This is the Slovak days. And because I was forced down my throat, the uh, cowboys, I, I hate them. I hated them always. <laughs> However, that said, the first guy, the first, well, the first athlete to appear, to consent to appear on Arliss when we were first starting in the pilot was Jerry Jones. <gasps> So I have a warm spot for Jerry. He has been great to me, and I'm a big believer in loyalty. 
Uh, and my motto is life is always better when the home team wins. <laughs> so, and I don't mean that just to sports. I mean, yes, sports, but also family, business, politics. Life is better when the home team wins. <laughs> the, um, so I'm, and by the way, it's not easy to root against the Patriots if you're a Jet fan. So, uh, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. There you go. We love that. Yes. And of course, we're talking with Robert Wool, award-winning actor and was on Arliss, which is a famous TV show on HBO. You went to Houston? How did you end up that? Well, that's an, for we'll another story. Another time. He's oh, oh, I, I can tell you three words. They accepted me. Got it. <laughs> it was the Vietnam uh, War and I had to go to somewhere. Got it. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the Dolphins at the Bills. Right now, my Bills are getting two and a half. Miami coming off a 70-point performance against Denver. Wait a second. Who's getting two and a half? Buffalo. No, Buffalo's no, no, no. Buffalo's oh, sorry. Favorite. Buffalo, sorry, laying Buffalo's two favorite, and a half. Yeah. Buffalo's favored Thank by you. two and a half. My, 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 my fault. Okay, I, I'm a, I got mixed feelings on this one. My dear friend Joe Belafato from uh, the Berkshires, uh, he's a diehard, lifelong Miami Dolphin fan. I adore the guy. However, and he, and he passed away this last year or so. And that's a tough one. However, my niece Gabby, my brother's daughter Gabby, it just got engaged to a guy from Buffalo. <laughs> and who was a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. And I, I, you know, I'm an old AFL guy. So I think of Jack Kemp and Cookie Gilchrist and, you know, I, I, and even the gold kicker Booth Lusting. There's a name from the past. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, uh, I, and he's a diehard, as most Buffalo Bill fans are. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Bills. I, you know, I think this is, I, I, you know, you know I, I like the Bills in this one. That was a very scientific reason there. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. As good as any reason, you can quote me, he's playing, he's playing, this playing, that don't make a damn bit of difference. You know, not at all. Also, people like us from upstate and western New York, we're everywhere. We'll end up in your family. You never know. You think you can get rid of us, you can't. Uh, okay, no. Las Vegas Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers are five and a half point favorites. Again, as an old AFL guy, uh, the Chargers and the Raiders are part of my DNA. I mean, I can quote you these, but here's the thing. It was the Oakland Raiders and the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> yep. Neither of which are right there, which is another reason not to invest too much emotional capital in these monopolies. They <laughs> on and they are monopolies and they will move. So that being said though, um, you know, it's funny, the final season of Arliss, uh, I hired a writer, Jennifer Allen, whose brother was Bruce Allen, who was the general manager mm. of Raiders. And she, was, of course, was the daughter of the George Allen, the Hall of Fame coach. And her three kids were Roman Deacon. What was the third one's name? I forgot. Uh, so, uh, but I, I, I like the Chargers. I've always liked the Chargers. Uh, was it I, I just, Merlin? After Was Merlin Olsen part of that? It might be Merlin. You're yeah. right. You're right. It should be. <laughs> I sense the theme. Uh, last yes. one for you. The Ravens at the Browns. Browns are favored by three. Okay, so I learned football from my father, and he grew up being a big Cleveland Browns fan. Back from the old AAFL days. And you tell me, so I learned about football about Paul Brown and about Marion Motley and Dante Lavelli and how great the old, and they were the first team to integrate. You know, they had black players on their team, and then, no, they couldn't win in the NFL. And then, of course, Paul Brown goes to the NFL, and they win every year, pretty much. Um, which is another reason to put Otto Graham, you're talking about the great quarterbacks of all time. Yep. The guy played five years, and he's in the championship game every year, and he wins seven. That's got to be in the conversation. <laughs> uh, 
the uh, so I, I'm a Browns. I don't like the fact that they signed Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. uh, but they had their team ripped out from under them, and they came back. And it's a tough one because you know they got Deshaun Watson. Baltimore, on the other hand, has Stringer Bell and Proposition Joe from the Wire. People forget that. I mean, those two characters, Stringer oh, Bell, and yeah. The uh, but I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go with my dad and the Browns. Real Browns. All right, love it. You know, Robert, you you were on our list. The Wire, you mentioned, was like one, uh, you know, a, another great HBO show. Was there any camaraderie, or was there more competition yes. between the HBO shows? There was, uh, yeah, there was. A, we didn't get to see each other. I mean, but there was. We were the fourth. Net, you know, we were the other network. This is back. You know, and yeah, you rooted for everybody because you did. It was, it was you against. It wasn't even you against them, but you were part of a, a, a somewhat club. You know, I won't say. Uh, I mean, we, we never socialized, except very rarely in case there was an event. But, uh, and, and, you know, and Tracy Ullman was part of that. And uh, uh, there was another show. There was a couple of other shows, too. But, yeah, I mean, it was great fun. It was a great opportunity. I got to tell any story I wanted. And, you know, I got into social issues, which, you know, that was the best thing, along with being funny. By the way, if, you, if you're if you going to do a crossover episode, I don't think you wanted our list with The Wire or Sopranos. <laughs> that would end bad. Maybe Sex and oh, City. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Our list, actually, that would have been kind of cool. I would have loved it. No, no, no. You could have drugs involved. You could have, you, who knows, some of those, some of the young people on the talent on our list, you know, on The Wire probably were pretty good athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those guys, you know, <laughs> how, do you re- how do you recruit them? I mean, no, no, I would, I would have liked a lot. Man, that talk about a reboot. Now the writer's strike is over, so oh, now maybe way. you can reboot uh, Arliss Cross with the Wire. Yeah. Let me stop you. Uh, just we were canceled. If we weren't canceled, uh, Idris Elba, who played Stringer Bell, yeah. on the Wire, he came up to me and he was going to play a fictionalized version of Lennox Lewis. Because he 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 was a big uh, wire he was a big Arliss fan and you know I think I said well this is perfect this is I can do it something on Lennox Lewis you know with him you know a fictionalized version but uh but then we got we got canceled yeah two British guys I imagine that would have been cool Idris Elba and Lennox Lewis that would have been awesome uh Robert yeah. can't tell you how much we appreciate this we'll uh, we'll see how you did after this weekend and thank you so much for being so gracious you're right off vacation from Italy and you came right here with us so thank you. And best of luck to you guys. Truly. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Appreciate we'll, it. we'll call you every morning around 3.30 a.m. And oh, just good. remind you. I'm on the West Coast. Please do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we would understand if it went to voicemail. Uh, thank you, Robert. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Okay. That was Robert Wolf with his NFL picks. eBay Motors is here for the ride. All the parts you need at the price you want. Guaranteed to fit your ride every time. eBay Motors, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The drive of the week came in Sunday's matchup between the Chargers and the Vikings. Trailing by three points early in the fourth quarter, L.A. went on a seven-play, 75-yard drive that ended on a 30-yard pass Touchdown pass from Justin Herbert to Joshua Palmer. The Chargers went on to win 28-24. to Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Right here on CBS Sports Radio, that was in the NFL. College football this week, while USC and Colorado taking a lot of the headlines, as you would imagine, because of the amount of star power in that game. I think two other sneaky good games for you. Okay. Notre Dame and Duke. Interesting spot here for Notre Dame coming off of a gut-wrenching loss, sorry, Stu, to Ohio State last week and now facing a Duke team that has already proven that they are not a fluke. Oh, yeah. I, this is a great game. I, I think everyone wants to 
get eyes on Riley Leonard, a Duke who's a possible first round pick, also an amazing basketball player, which is went viral again today, him three sixty in a game. That's a great game. I think Notre Dame, every game's a must win from now on, right? I mean, this this is it. Duke, I want to see this Duke plays Florida State this season, right? We were talking about that pre show. I, I'm curious because Florida State looks like they're ready to lose lose to someone. They almost lost to BC. Yep. They really got a little lucky there. They should have lost to Clemson. If that your guy, the kicker, White, is a field goal. <laughs> My guy. I just so. told you the story. They brought him out of. Uh, he was supposed to move to New York to take some finance job. But oh, had yeah. a year of eligibility left. They called him. Oh, off the couch. you're not claiming him now. But, <laughs> no. So what if Duke goes on like a real run here? If they beat Notre Dame. And then if they win another big game or two, I mean, can you imagine Duke in the final four in football? Would that be the most amazing thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that's a good one. And yeah. then also you've got, I think Georgia Auburn could be sneaky good. This is the first no. time we're seeing Georgia play anybody. No, come on. And then Utah, Oregon State, which is tonight, right? Yeah, that's, that's tonight. tonight. But unfortunately, my guy Cam Rising's not playing again. Utah's just got to hold on. Hold on until Rising gets back because right now they're all defense. Well, they're uh, still 4-0 and without him. Yeah, but they, they've really not done anything offensively. Uh, the backup Nate Johnson's okay, but they Utah has an NFL – you know, they have NFL linebackers all over. They're really good. I just want them to survive and be in the mix because the Pac-12 – I mean, is it possible that we could have – Two Pac-12 teams in the Final Four? There's so many good teams right now. Wouldn't that be fitting in basically the final year of its existence? It'd be they, amazing. They couldn't get anyone in since Washington, like feels like a decade ago. Uh, you didn't mention Kansas-Texas, by the way. Yes, you're, you're you, obsessed with this game. You just know Texas is probably thinking about some other game. <laughs> Kansas comes in here, and they, they got off to a hot start last year. Lance Lee pulled the coach, is really, really good. I just see this as a potential like, look-ahead game for Texas. Well, and yeah, I hope they that, got Oklahoma next week. Yeah, so I hope Texas is focused. We've seen a lot of games like that this year where a really good team has a better opponent next week and just sort of messes around. I am watching this game closely. Texas should beat them easily, but you do not know. You know, I think that a point worth noting here, and Samter, you were talking about this, you look at the top 10, you might even be able to say top 12, 13, hell, 14, if I'm looking at the uh, AP top 25, and this is all legitimate teams that you could see in the college football playoff. This feels so deep this year. Georgia, Michigan. Could you see Texas in there? Can you see Ohio State, Penn State? Could you see Florida State? So you said Florida State looks vulnerable, and I'll agree with you, but they kind of, except for a game against Miami and then Florida at the end of the year, they got past Clemson. Like, this is that. Clemson? That, yeah, Clemson is like any good at all. I know, but I'm talking about in the ACC, that's besides Miami, that's probably going to be your biggest opponent. So do they not have Duke, or am I missing something here? Uh, anyway. Sorry, they do play Duke on uh, the 21st, but they're it's home. Yeah, I mean, they almost lost. I know it's a weird game, but they almost lost to BC. So anything can happen here. I don't think you're going to be able to, I don't think you're going to have a two-team, a two-loss team in here. I think there's going to be too many one-loss teams. But the problem is the Pac-12 is probably going to have three deserving teams. Well, I didn't even mention Washington, USC, Oregon, obviously Notre Dame, and then you still have Alabama and LSU who are down ranked 12th and 13th along yeah. with Oklahoma at 14 according to the AP Top 25. Yeah, it's interesting. But this will all, in two weeks, this will look much different. It's going to clear up in two or three weeks for sure. But right now, like Maggie said, there's like 15 teams that I wouldn't be surprised if they made the Final Four. That's because all the coaches are scheduling scared. I mean, most of these teams have beaten nobody. Mo- it, almost everyone you just mentioned. Sure, but it just it feels more wide open. It feels like any one of these 15 teams could make it in. There's two or three that feel like they're, they're like the cream of the crop, but you just never know. 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, major, major implications in the NFL this weekend. Cowboys, Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, some major games going down. We're going to talk about it all. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 